Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I am Garrett Woodavine on behalf of Titanic and uh, myself. This is another episode of Wrestling with the Locals. We recorded this on Friday the 16th, and uh, there's probably about 30 minutes of audio that's not going to actually be on this episode due to the website being down for some maintenance repairs. Uh, while I was editing this episode and getting it ready to launch, it uh, lost apparently 30 minutes of it. They just alerted me that it's not on there, so I pulled it down and put this back together. And I'm putting this on the front of this to let everyone know that that episode has lost some time. So if you didn't get to hear all of it, we're going to try to get Poker back on to get his words on some of it again. But this is Poker, Poker Face, which is the first of many on why wrestling is dead or not dead, but why it's not as hot as it used to be. So please enjoy and please, uh, please listen. Sorry about the inconvenience. The Anchor website has been down for maintenance most of the day, so it's been a... Uh, been a big deal trying to get this one edited and out to you guys it would have been out earlier but i'm sorry hold on i'll go ahead all right good evening ladies and gentlemen today myself gabriel divine and titanic here with wrestling with the locals are going to start touch touchy subject for apparently uh, because once we put the question out there and start sharing it across facebook and for those of you that don't know what question it was, we asked if there were any wrestlers, non-active or retired or veterans or whatever, that want to come on the podcast and talk about why the wrestling business, is, business isn't as hot today as it was back then and if it will ever be again. Our Facebooks blew up, the Wrestling with the Locals page blew up, and the comments just kept coming in. So now, right now, we're going to be getting Poker Face reached. on the phone. We have reached. We have connected to... You're really gonna. That's really gonna blow your mind because less than less than two days, less than twenty four hours. Well, we we put it out yesterday, right? So less than twenty four hours, we've gained about. I don't know. We we've reached over three hundred people. We've reached three hundred twenty one people so far, and we've gained. Several more followers and several more likes. There was I, I listened to the Dinner with the King podcast mm-hmm. with Kevin Hall, and he said something in there. And me and Poker hasn't talked. Actually, we've talked earlier today, right? And I want to question him on what I heard, which we mean him for talk about, right? So he can say what he feels. Sorry, on that subject of what what Kevin said, Kevin right. and Jerry said. So we're gonna take a brief pause, or get poker on the phone, and we're gonna start it up. All right, here we go. We're introducing her. All right, we got Poker Face on on the phone. Poker, you said you was gonna you was gonna be. I told you you say anything you wanted to say. It's about the how wrestling is today. You could even include Memphis if you want to. We had talked earlier, and we had talked about a couple of guys that we know, and what they what it was brought up about from the Dinner with King uh, podcast. Okay, okay, I got okay. First of all, I'm gonna start off with the I guess a preface. Let me do a little bit of break. First of all, okay, I don't have any, I guess, personal 
been down on a personal feed, down a box towards any one company or any one person in this area. You know, having said that, and to give this list of podcasts, one of the first things that's going to happen to anybody to listen, number one, somebody's going to, you know, feel going to work. Two, someone's going to get a life out you know, by this podcast, or three, it's going to completely go over somebody's head. Contacted me like you know we posted we posted the the question on the page yesterday, and then we shared it out and you know you contacted me last night. Uh, Alan still uh, contacted me. Uh, we're going to be talking to him next week. Um, you know we got other guys that are that you know has said a few comments and everything. We haven't got them scheduled yet, but. I want to hear what you got to say. I mean, you've all, I've, we've uh, known each other for what twenty years, and and the day is going now. It's going to be like that. I've got to But you've always been up and up with me, so yeah, we we met when we were two. Again, that you know, that you know, this was you know, it just 
is a content for this used to be the hot beta, you know, back in the day. So ten thousand, five hundred, almost eleven thousand people make a switch on content there every Sunday night. You know, but then you know times, you know, there's no society change, the nature of this industry change, you know, this they start going on the decline. Now someone commented earlier they were talking about you know, this man, you know, this this pull back the curtain and all that good stuff. You know, and a lot of things that happen in it was going to basically happen regardless, especially with the emergence of the internet. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know, so it was going to happen eventually, you know, this poverty. You know, a lot of things that this, the back then just may have sped it up. You know, but again, back to the question hand. You know, let me just know, leverage is something which is a 150 mile race. I'll say so, 150 mile race. You have pretty much, I mean, probably anywhere from 10 to 15 different person and organizations. You know, here's this. Uh, I don't feel like talent. We got one superstar. And the thing is, the one of the main things that I'm always preaching is when I used to go live on my Facebook uh, video, you know, I think that you know, one reason why it's not successful is because of the fact that people who are running these, the owners, promoters, you know, and I think that term really loosely, they're not like business. You know, and they don't know simple business for one, you know, and be successful or have a chance to be successful in this industry. You know, in my humble opinion, number one, you have to be a good businessman. And two, you have to have some knowledge of the rest of it. And a lot of people around the running shows are not qualified. You know, a lot of them that have been on recipes, I know it's just, it's just really honest, they should be a fan of buying tickets, you know, sitting around buying popcorn, you know, and $500. Awesome. You know, but you listen to them talk, you know, and they're trying to you know, come up with a red label. I've been this long, I've done this, and I've done that. And you have to to a certain, you know, to a certain point. But what did you learn? You know, you have people who have went to college for four years to have learned, you know, not one damn thing. You know, then when I get on and I talk about measurement, of course it comes across, you know, focus there, focus behavior, and which you could be focused on too. Yeah, I do. I'm a very, you know, I can be a very intense person, and I talk very strong because of the fact that I love this. You know, I've been a part of the business, you know, my adult life. You know, and people who I love, people who can't you know, in particular, one person called me, gave me a you know, I started, died doing what you love this in that way. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's one reason why I don't think this is just life. People have risk, you don't have to, I mean, risk life and live, literally, for this business. Own heart for this guy doing what he loves. You know, so that's why I take it very seriously. And I talk, you know, and I don't want people to come across that, you know, I'm just dangerous, bad, or I'm, you know, I'm, you know, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm bashing, you know, the, you know, the next generation of us is coming up. And nothing else, I'm the one that's just willing to get them to me. You know, I'm the one that's going to encourage them, hey, get out of the road, do this thing, don't do what used to be done years ago. You know what I'm saying? So nothing else, you know, I'm the guy, I'm the guy that tries to hurt you. You know, back to the business area. You know, guys, you know, that are running these companies around here, they're not good business. They don't understand simple business practices, you know, simple, you know, business, you know, uh, fundamentals. You know, and we, you know, and of course people, you know, they're like, the focus, like, you know, they're saying, okay, I'm going to run down. You know, a little bit of my resume and why I am, why I have no room, and I'm, I'm qualified to talk shit and to criticize me. Okay, no one, you know, I've been in a long time. Like, again, I'm not going to say that 
you know, but again, nobody around here knows how to do anything. Everybody feels that you can still promote saying that you twenty twenty five years ago. I think that you can just go and people know think, okay, hey, I just want to put a bunch of flies out and people are gonna just come and throw, you know, and hop down door and come watch my race. It doesn't happen. You know what I'm saying? People think that you can get on Facebook and you tag or you get your boys, get your roster, everybody, you know, share the post. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. you got a roster of 15 guys, okay, you know, and okay, well, I want each one of the guys to share the post. Well, I'm going to tag everybody to post. It doesn't work that way. Now, if you can do that, and you get, you know, a couple hundred people, and hey, I ain't got no art, I can't see shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? But if you're doing that, you're not putting ads on the TV. You know, it's kind of, you know, I think you can kind of step back and reevaluate what it is that you're doing. You know, and guys, you know, and, and, and the bar has been set so low when it comes to the step on this bit. You know, it's scary. Like I said, you know, I can't speak for what's happening in Illinois, you know, in Southern Mississippi and Alabama and stuff. But I have been there, you know, but you know, the bar has been set so low when it has a lot of guys out. Be, <clears throat> I'd have to say it would be Kurt, but I mean, that was developmental, right? Oh, you're talking about guys from Memphis. No, I ain't seen nobody. 
And it's like, now it's time for that. You can't just try to I'm not going to fix the problem. You're not going to have a solar problem. Not in the near future. You're not going to have another stuff to you. Because guess what? There was never a torch pack. There was never a torch pack. I was there just for us to announce it and watch it. Because like, they could never get the young guy but not till, you know, and they include the other guys in the We actually had, you know, we had, uh, two cool crew. We had Jim Lamar, we had Dear King, we had Johnny Dawson, we had Ted Tuberino, and I was there. But I was doing it, I was just the star there, and they never gave us the ball to run. Well, they gave us the ball, they just wanted to, you know, you know they didn't want us to run, you know, run a touchdown. So they took the ball, gives us a rub, and they put it back. Right. So those torches never held. Everybody is pretty 
you know, when you read, you know, through the timeline during the week, and everybody's, you know, here they're talking about, oh, they got the best show, they do this, they do that. If you want to get 30, 40 people a week, I don't know what it is, you know, if you want to get 30, 40 people, last thing I'm supposed to do is brag about it. I would shut the fuck up. I would not brag about it. You know what I'm saying? Even me, and the people that really think, when I talk about it, I would brag. I would, if I have a good crowd, I would say, hey, I had a good crowd. On my last show, I had almost five on my work, so I had 75. Guess what? I got on Facebook and I told people I had 75. So I tell you my good shit and I tell you my bad shit. You feel me? Right. You know, and, and like I said, you know, and it's like, you know, everybody's been bragging. And then I, uh, I you know, of course, if I do some shots to me one time, I'll leave it. I've been thinking about it. I'll make sure that if I don't take nothing else on this, I got to take some. You know, somebody tried to take shots to me before about, okay, with poker, he comes to all his, you know, tickets to his show. Okay, number one, that could be that could be the you know, first thing to true. Now, do I cop tickets? Yes. Yes, but that's me. You know, a lot of things that I follow myself out of I get from WWE and I study WWE's business, right? I study other, you know, forms of entertainment, how they do things. Copy tickets is part of it. Now, I'm gonna ask you a question. I know I've been around, so I'm gonna I want to give you a little bit of something. Okay. Say you're running your show. Okay, you come to me and you say, oh, God, I want you to sponsor. Okay? What do you mean? Hello? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm... I'm in now. If you come to me, you're going to show. Okay. You come to me and you want me to be a sponsor. All right. I'm okay. So say I want you to check the three grand, which is awesome. Yeah, because, I, mean, okay. I mean, I'll take it. <laughs> Yes. I'll be there with okay. bells on. Now, I'm not, they don't understand how this shit works. They're not on the same level. They don't operate on the same level as I could be the worst. Now, a lot of them, they can't afford 
you know, to talk about a lot of things. So, like, you know, you have to talk about them running, they shoot them small bills, but they can only put, you know, a couple bills of people there. So I don't say they can't do that. You know, and but don't get me wrong, I'm not knocking, you know, anybody that has, you know, low crowds, you know, the only people. I'm not knocking, I'm knocking the ones that are talking to me, right, and get the chance to go to court people. They always got something to say, you know, talk shit on other people. You must have been on the same show in Birdette or something. They're really going to pay if you got six people is maybe a soda and some popcorn and a hot dog.
you know what I'm saying? You know, it's like, you know, and I literally, you know, and, and I had people all work, you know, to, you know, to help me out my events, you know, hey, you know, this is hard, this is hard. No, I don't, you know, because I don't work well, though. You know, and only, but only two companies that I, you know, just really work with has been the CEWJ and the And even then, I mean, fools like work with, you know, like with just suits with the ads and everything like that. I did that. It's like, okay, I, I had this department right here. If he doesn't spend it, I have absolutely nothing. You know, the code from all the company shows that I have absolutely nothing to do with the rest. I mean, just I wrestle, but I'm not in charge of it. Right. I have my marketing, and, I, and that's why I want to stay. I want to, and, 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 and that arrangement works perfectly. That arrangement works perfectly. I never thought I was going to say that being tattooed would work together, but it worked. But it, I mean, but it's, it's working. It's working. Like, I stay in my lane. I know what I want to do, and I know what I don't want to do from a business standpoint, and it works fine. It works fine. We have not had any problems, no whatsoever. You know, but, uh, you know, and, I, and, I, and I'm hoping I'm going to listen to this, I'll keep it up again. If I get too long-winded, you know what I'm saying, let me know. But I'm like, this is the same thing that I have. So I have, like, I'll set hour after hour at a restaurant at the bar, and I'm still talking about the very thing. Me and Blaze like Blazer have spent hours on the, you know, on the phone talk about me and Judas and Peace and said you know, we wrestle at a show and come back to Memphis and hug out of the bar and talk and have these very conversations. You know what I'm saying? And so it's and the thing is but then when it went to our peace, I legitimately try to help people. And another reason why this area is not as high as these people because the wrestlers they fight the comfort zone and nobody wants and I get everybody doesn't you know may not desire to wrestle because you know everybody may not desire to wrestle, you know Across the country or out of the country, anything like that. But at the same time, you can't want superstar treatment and not do things that's necessary to be a superstar. Everybody stays in their comfort zone. You know what I'm saying? Somebody gets, you know, dark and dire, breaking through an area. So one person gets pissed off there, guess what? They go right down the road and they wrestle the company five miles away. And they get pissed off there, then they'll go to training and they'll wrestle there. Then they get pissed off there, then they'll come back. To Dodgeburg, you know what I'm saying, and, and and they think that's making a town, right? You know what I'm saying? That's not making a town. That's just a joyride, you know. And that you know, and the guys, and, and I really feel the guys right here are lacking the pack. It's the majority guys. You got a few of them that are standouts, but the majority of them they just in their comfort zone, and they just want they just want they just want to perform. They want to wrestle in front of you know, you know their hometown fans, you know, in front of their mom and their cousins, you know, high school jobs, and they're good with it. You know, and that's, you know, that's what makes them you know, feel all more on your side and more power to you. Let me ask you a question. Do you do you feel it hurts uh, any of the, comp- the companies that are, all these companies that are wrestling in uh, Memphis? Does it, do you think it hurts them that, you know, you got one guy that wrestles, uh, you know, we'll just RSWF, maybe MEW, and committed to wrestling? And wherever else is there in town, do you think that hurts all yeah. of it or what? I think it, I, I think it does because of the fact, and me and the first mention we discussed before this started, we had a conversation, and uh, fuck it up, but I'm gonna say it. You know, just keep on. We were having a conversation one time, and and he brought up the point. He brought up the very point, and he was like, "How the hell does you know this you know, I think he's, you know, all the cups one by one way or another, kind of interesting here in Memphis, except for me. And I don't consider myself a wrestler. I'm always just so happy to 
come on, Chris. And he, you know, and I think both sides of the coin, you know, because some, you know, the reps are take on you, if you're not paying me, then I should be able to, you know, pay me what I need or pay me extra, then I should be able to go where I want to go. I get that from the rest standpoint. Now, flip side, from the office standpoint, it's like, okay, if I want to, you know, like so, like Kevin Lawler's what he was like, Kevin Wins, he's over here at uh, Bingowood. Yeah. Okay. Now, if he's running uh, on a Wednesday, but then the Saturday before he puts another person, somebody else, another company here of interest, he is looking uh, at the same guy, you know, a couple of days before, you know, so then the fans said, well, okay, but why would I pay, you know, change $20, I think we was talking about $20, why would I pay $20 to see, you know, ABC where I said, well, I can just pay 5 or $10 a couple of days before, or I can just wait a couple of days after to see the same rest. So from the office, promoter standpoint, I, I get it why you don't want to arrest anybody. And yes, it does hurt it. Then the guys, that's why I have to be careful when I put my shows because I can't, and I just had a conversation with uh, Jason Bryant. And Jason Bryant, good friend of mine, he runs the business Missouri. And we had a very conversation like two, three days ago. And it's like, you know, and I told him, I can't, you know, he keeps telling me, and I'm telling him the same thing. I can't, you know, I have to be careful how I put because I can't make my slowing down with guys for business because if I do this, you know, what's going to be different between me and every other company that runs you? Right. You know, that my guys aren't anything special. You know, then one thing that I really hate, and I know you've seen this, and you know, and our fans talk about this, and I'm saying, you know, the rest of us talk about this. They're like, oh, well, why can't all the companies come together? Why can't they work together? You know, and I think that's the biggest bunch of bullshit I've heard my motherfucking life. You know, and I'll give you an example. Okay, say you got six companies running you, right? Yeah. Okay, so you got six companies, and we're going to take out the fact that a lot of, a lot of fans come to a lot of shows working on the same fans. But we're going to take that out of the equation. We're going to say, you got six companies, and each company, you know, you know uh, has different fans, no repeats. But the average you know, company around here, you know, they're drawing maybe, I said, on average, 40, 50 people. But we're going to say 50 people. We're going to look great. You know, and me and, you know, Tetsu and all, you know, this has been friends. 
a Naira não se justificou. Não se revêem mais aí. Não se abraça isso para a população. Isso é muito difícil. Você não tem muito tempo de ter esse papel. Você não tem uma vida real. Você tem uma vida real. Você tem uma vida real. Você tem uma vida real. Mas eles não não se justificam. Eles não se justificam. And Call our eight people to be coordinators for women's pro wrestling. So basically, a lot of stuff that I do 
he does. And a lot of things that I do, I learned from him. He would tell the builders, he would talk about the sponsors, then he was for the most part the other bosses. You know, and this time, because of, you know, him, you know, in conjunction with everybody else's work, and that time, the biggest crowd he ever wrestled for was 3,000 people in Chicago. They only had one headliner, which was World Warrior Hall, so they showed you how long ago that was. They had 3,000 people, which is great for the independent show. You know, I have Roger Mack. Roger Mack, you know, when I was there, and I was, for the most part, just on the balls at Jonesville. I saw his hard work and everybody's hard work, and we had uh, Frank Martin. He was the owner at the time. Frank was putting money in the right place for sports marketing. We loaded down with, with headliners, and I saw that crowd grow from barely 100 to almost 500. Simply on marketing and hard work, and the guys stepping up, and the veterans stepping up, pitching in. It was, it was actually one of the first times I've been at a company and it was actually team effort from top to bottom. We had one boss, for the most part, right? Then, you know, us veterans stepped up, and we, you know, we, you know, and we handled whatever he, he didn't want to handle, or we handled whatever he wanted us to handle. And I saw that. I, take, I took notes from that. And, and things that I learned from that, things I learned from Whitney City about structure and everything, outside the mind. And there's a reason why I had to turn down more guys than I accept for my event. There's a reason why people were offered offer to help me as far as other things. Hey, man, I'll come help yourself. Hey, I'll work this. I'll do this and this. People come to me all the time. Now, like, you know, saying people come to me don't finish them deliver, but that's why people come to me and they'll beat down my door, ring my phone up off the hood, or they'll sit there and they'll basically all the time like want to be a part of my event. There's a reason for that. If I'm that unreasonable, why the fuck are people hounding me down? Because they see the hard work. My guys, they know, they, they know when I come when I come in, they know I'm stressed out. Tell my show. Now, which you could change to the last one. But the last show, I was actually the most relaxed. But in my show, I'm used like, I'm not like first. I'm on edge. I'm cranky. I'm irritable. And all that. But my guys, they understand because of that. When we play we play a national anthem, they come out for their match. They have all the fucking sheets of people. And all the fucking sticks and feel like that. And so they know I did that shit for them. I don't you know. I'll get to return a fucking problem. But I do that for the guys. I want to make money. Don't get me wrong. But I do that for them. So if nothing else, if they got merchandise with they pay probably more money than I make. And I'm fine with it. Because if I hate it, I would quit after my second event. But I do that for the guys. I'm still one. I'm, uh, I'm the boss. But I'm also one of the fucking boys. And so that's the attitude that people around here that support shows have to have. You know what I'm saying? Ask questions, learn. Don't, you know, I've heard, I, I, and I'll just know that, but you can't. You can't do the shit that you did and present the same bullshit you presented 20, 30 years ago. One time I saw uh, Justin Case. He had posted, and I saw the thing, like, he said he didn't, he lied. He said that if you put Dundee versus Ball in a Coliseum today, you could sell out. Now, I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, you know, I don't have anything against Dundee. I love King the fucking death. And I'm not just saying I love King, you know, he just first played with wrestling, like, I guess I love King the fuck but I don't believe that that can happen. I'm not saying you can you can't book that match, and I'm not saying that it wouldn't spark any interest, but this would not sell out the college, that would not sell out the Coliseum. But he has, you know, but that's, that, that, that train of thought, like there's what a lot of fans have, and what a lot of, you know, the so-called promoters have. Even though it's different people, they still present things the same way. Still the same formula that they're using, you know. And I'm thinking, okay, after after so many jokes, you know, my thing is, if I'm going to invest, if I was going with the show, you know, and I'm doing an average of thirty to forty people, you know, 
I can say, okay, and I'm all about being patient and being persistent and giving your, your business a chance to grow. I get that. But if I say I start, say, this hypothetical speak January 2019, I start running on a weekly basis. All right, say my first show, I do 50 people. If by, at least if by March, I have not at least tripled that crowd, that size of that crowd. Okay, I need to step back. I need to reevaluate. If I had, if I had for almost three months, if I hadn't gone from 50 to 150, something's wrong. And if, and if six months, say, uh, July, six, uh, June comes around, and I'm still not growing, okay, I'm either going to pull the plug on what I'm doing, or some people are going to that. You know, and that's how I am. When I invest money in shit, man, I'm able to, like, know my spring for anything, or, you know, y'all know I sold and all that, you know, rest now, everything that I've ever invested money I got my money back and then so within six months. That's how I do shit. Now when I started investing in properties like that, I understand, you know, that takes a little bit long. Before you know shit that costs a couple hundred dollars like, you know, and shit like that. If I had to make my money back in a four to six months, you know, I'm I'm gonna put a foot on it. Or if I don't feel like I can make money my money back in six months, then I'm not gonna purchase. You know, and people that you know constantly, you know, don't they don't you know bragging. And it's like, it's like and now I find a little Chris, I'm like, man, I'll, I'll read a lot of folks. I'm like, man, please shut the fuck up. Like, cheers. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like, again, if you're doing that and you're not bragging and you're humble, okay, it's a little bit easier to swallow. But if you're, you know, very good handful of people and you're still bragging, like, you know, like the second coming of fucking WCW or something, then I got a problem with it. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, this one thing, I was bad, I thought shit. And I put a fuck on because it has nothing to do with me. I'm not going to put no money in my pocket. not take no money out of my pocket. Let me, well, let me ask you this. Do you think anybody has the passion to bring back Memphis Wrestling on TV? Um, and I mean, and I'm not talking about the local TV where it can't be seen out of Memphis. I'm talking Channel 5. UP, uh, what is it called? UPN 30. Yeah, UPN 30, you know, stuff like that. Do you think somebody can do it? Yeah, do you think, do you think it'll ever happen again? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And, and this is the thing, man, you know, and, uh, and I, and I've said this before, and I'm pretty sure people get this, uh, other entities. A couple years back, I was, uh, I was in talks the local television station about bringing wrestling back. No lie. And I ain't talking about the fucking Kenny Wagner. I'm not talking about the middle fucking night. I'm talking about all the good Memphis station. You know, but they fucked it up. You know, they gave me all the they offered something that they weren't supposed to offer me and she got jumped and I said, fuck. You know, they were, they were trying to switch around. Okay, well, hey, you know, well, I can you know, offer you five thirty in the morning, but I don't fuck it. Shut up, Janet. I don't want it. They're trying to offer me 
because I had to be here. I had to be supposed to all y'all know and love. So yeah, I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. If I can't give y'all one thing, I don't know we just don't get talks right now. So it never went through. And it bothered me. But somebody's going to come through and get it. But the thing is, people got to realize, and this goes back to what I was mentioning Ben Fraser earlier. You know, Ben Fraser from when I was five, you know, television spot, Saturday morning, 10 o'clock. Okay, now, you know Coach BT, William Travel, William Brian Travel. Yeah. He would post the ratings each week for Ben Fraser. Man, it got to the point, man, it was better than 2,000 households watching that shit. Just get back in the day, man, it was probably maybe. I think close to six figures used to be six uh, six figure households. Yeah, it was reaching a lot of people back in the day. You know what I'm saying? But, but it was, I mean, it was still. I mean, at thirty was still at the spot with nobody's watching. And then you can have television on a spot that nobody, if you're not giving people a reason to tune in, then it, you know it's useless. You know they don't tell you well. And then, like I said, then we went at the same in the ads in days of Mr. Preston. Start doing shows on Samsung, which, by the way, we're not getting a business deal. That's a good business deal. Hey, I'm not saying that I frown on it, but it was barely getting 400 people. My last two shows are probably done better than what Vince Press was doing Samsung. Sam Channel, sorry. You know, and so you have to give people a reason to tune in. You can't, again, they were feeding them the same shit. Same shit. The younger guys, like I said, you know, Bob Brown, Joe Cameron, Clay, you know, Derek, John, Tattoo, myself. Dustin, when he was on there, you know, they weren't, you know, they, they knew that you know, we, for the most part, we were just builders. We were just builders like that, you know. And just like the people that, you know, that, that, do, uh, that do shows around here now, they think just for, because of the fact that, you know, and I, you know, that, you know, that they got the easy. Well, number one, I'm going to back a little bit. Too. Another thing that I don't like around here, for the most part, people don't take pride in how they, it's what they even do on Facebook as far as like I see some of some of the posters. They're like they didn't even give a fuck about it. Like they just got to down. And when I was I was on your sister, I think on the first post you know, and, I, and she came to me and I'm like on bullshit. You know, if I'm gonna help you, then I tell people whenever you want me to help you, you want somebody to kiss your ass, I'm gonna ask the wrong person to ask the wrong person to bring you, I'm not gonna do it. Right. I'm not gonna do it. If somebody if you think enough of me to, to bring me in to help you I want you to be successful because to a certain point, based on this degree, my name and my reputation is going to be part of it. Now, I'm not going to you know, do well, so I'm not going to take credit for it. I guess so, but I know before it's my, my be a person like this, so I take pride in what I do. You know, I'm like, not because it was a one post, and I hope, you know, when your buddy did it, or not, so, you know, what they probably did, I was fucking saying, I didn't like the fucking post, I told it was like shit, that was my exact word. And I think I'm not saying to be offensive to you or anybody else. But I thought that because of the fact I said people look at this WWE is the gold standard. I don't understand what what it is you're doing. Every fan compared to what we do to WWE. You know, so you gotta take I take pride in your thing from top to bottom. I got to have he say so everything that talks about me. My God brother, he does all the fan posts. You know, and I'll give him kind of an outline where I want and I give him creative rights. You know, but then it's something I think that I'm like, okay, we're telling you, I need you to do this, make this person promise, put this person in the background, put this person in the foreground, and all that. So, so far, but I get final approval on Now, when I do like the other advertisers, I, I handle those myself. I do like those smaller photos, smaller Facebook ads, when you see the still images. I do those because he you know, has other things to do. I have all the time to work with what I want to do. You know, and, and, and people like to talk about extra shit together. Then I look at some of the guys that are on the post. It's like, as a fan, 
Yeah, and I try to be as objective as I can. As a fan, if I saw this guy on the phone, then I'm knowing what I see on Monday Night Raw. I know what I'm seeing on SmackDown Live. But I want to play a ticket. I'm not saying that you have to, that they have to copy what WWE does. I'm not saying it. But I can say, oh, WWE is, you know, the place I'm in this chair. You know, that's what they're going to compare it to. That's what they're going to compare it to. You know, and God, they just don't take pride in it. Then they think it's because, okay, I know it's supposed to be shared, you know, two dozen times, three dozen times on Facebook that people want to come. People will see it. But you're not giving them a reason to come. You know, and one thing that I'm proud to do, and, you know, at least I know when I was probably a couple of shows in, I never sold wrestling. I never sold wrestling. I sold an event. I sold experience. That's what I sold. Now, that's not saying Jesus, but then you got to come up with how do I sell experience? How do I sell, you know what I'm saying? You know, you know, uh, the sizzling step of state. How do I do it? That's what I do. That's why I space my shit out a year at a time. That's what, I'm, you know, that's what I'm doing before you call me. That's what I do when I'm taking a shit. That's what I do when I'm working out. A lot of my business cases come from me to take a shit. I mean, it's a problem. I probably know what's a business here tonight. You know, and, 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 and guys, they got the risk. Plan out, fuck the rapper, plan out, get a marketing strategy. You know what I'm saying? How am I, you know, how am I, you know, how can I advertise it? How can I go over there, eyeballs are? After there, on my last event, man, I did, I think, like 20 uh, Facebook video ads. And I put money behind it. It ain't just something I just shared on my poker face events page. And that was it. I put money behind it. I spent almost a thousand dollars on marketing for my last show. I ain't playing on this shit. This is supposed to wait that and I just stand there. And that's how I am my personal life. I just fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I put good money behind this shit. I plan I have my marketing plan out, you know, like usually after one show's over, I start marketing plan for the show for the next year. So far the marketing plan I have doesn't get went to hell. I want a lot of things. It's went to hell. Just like the show last time. Like the whole marketing plan I had out, it didn't fucking work out and I had to change everything up. And that's kinda of how this is shaping up. But the thing was, I wasn't discouraged. I got a little down, you know, in the dust a little bit, you know, a week or so ago. But guess what? It didn't work out last time, and I had my biggest offense today. Because, again, I bust my ass. I went out there. I did flyers. I did radio. I did television. I put a brand on Facebook page. I did my own videos. I shoot my own videos. I do all this shit. I'm a one-stop shop. I did all this shit. I did graphic, you know, design when I had you. I made the calls, I made the email, I bust my ass, like that shit, and that's the reason people should think it's just an OG conference. No, that's not it. No, I draw because I bust my ass. And if everybody else bust their ass, not everybody, and I, and I, and I make sure everybody's not a business. I get it, and it's not a lot. And some people don't, don't have, you know, business sense, or they don't, they don't, they just don't know how to do it. So that's fine. So what you do, you do like Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon gets so much credit, so many things. But the thing is, Vince McMahon is not an expert when it comes to everything. Vince McMahon is smart. No, he doesn't know 